Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. No Taylor Swift or the parents. No. Big letdown, huh, Rich? Big letdown for the ratings, I bet, jar. right? There's NPCs. a dollar right off the bat. There's right, a right off the bat. Dollar right? in the jar. Two minutes right in. Right off the bat. And by the way, I, I went out last night in Idaho to watch some of the game. I have a story about it. But, man, you know, first half, you're like, all right, competitive, good game. I went back home for the second half, and, you know, you've seen Mahomes struggle a little bit. It wasn't all on him, though. Again, 24-43, 177 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. But, guys... Six drop passes, two red zone INTs, and in the final drive alone, we saw three passes slip through the hands of his receivers. And I really feel that Kelsey, I don't have to put a dollar in for Kelsey. He's part of the game. Kelsey really added to that tone when he dropped that pass, man. I feel like that set a different sort of vibe, Mm -hmm. and it was more magnified because of the pressure he's under from the Swifties and ah! again, no, it's true, dude. Yeah, because true. I was watching with mixed company, and you know there was women there who were more invested because they know the story. When he dropped that pass, I'm like, ah, oh, the criticism is times a hundred. He would have caught he it now. if Taylor was there. Yeah, was so someone think of that. Two dollars. I thought that added to <laughs> the vibe, and then Marquez Valdez Scantling dropped that pass, and everybody was like, oh. So, I went home. I'm looking at social media. I'm getting the vibe of everything. You know, the Eagles won 21-17. They're 9-1 and now. Chiefs are 7-3. and I saw Tyreek Hill actually had the backs of some of the receivers. Tyreek Hill tweeted out, everyone thinks that catch is easy at night in them lights. And honestly, we kind of do. Like, even Mahomes is like, ah! Right? Should have had that. If you, if you saw some highlights from the Manning cast, both Manning brothers were pointing out how everyone does the same thing. They went through the crowd and the sideline. Everyone had two hands on their head. Oh. Like, oh. Because you know why, Rich? We've been conditioned as football fans, and since we were little kids, that when it hits the hands, you got to have that, especially at that level. Yeah. So my it's, question- like, it's like in baseball. If it touches the glove... You got to catch it, right? That's the rule. I mean, that's what we were led to believe, and we've all dabbled in sports. That's what we've been conditioned to think is is the unwritten rule here. But when Mahomes drops a dime right into your hands Ah! and there's a big moment on the line, yeah, you're expected to catch. That's why you get that big money, too. But like Tyreek Hill says, maybe it's not as easy as we think. You're running full speed. You got some raindrops in your face, and then those bright lights—not only the bright lights of your Monday Night Football and the Super Bowl rematch, but literally the bright lights in your face. So maybe there's more to it. And based on that, Rich, 
are we too hard on athletes sometimes? We have two different ways to think about it, and we'll explain. One involves one of Rich's mentors, and then the other involves what Tyreek Hill's saying. Like, no. yo, I'm one of the best out there, and I'm here to tell you. Like, it's not as easy as you fools think it is. When, when Valdez Scantling dropped that, Danny, what was your first instinct? Because I saw him lay there, and he tapped the ground three times. Like, yeah. you Damn, saw him I saw that. him know, like, oh, that could, yeah. ooh, that could be the moment. It's like you, you saw – Kelsey reacts differently. He is always punching. He's always punching the grass. And I've heard the announcer be like, "Yo, stop! Pu- you're gonna hurt your hand." You know what? Oh, it's I'm sorry, deflating. Cole. No, Danny G, don't worry. I'm, it's just if I don't spit it out, I'll forget <laughs> my thought. I'm a pea brain. Okay, so my bad. If Fair. if he's banging on the ground like that, and we saw it, right? That that's that level of disappointment. That not only did that change the game. Not only will that garner criticism. That's on me. But the criticism today doesn't stop it's like a 24-hour cycle where he knows yeah i'm gonna get criticism live as we speak right now but the second i get into the locker room and i open social media or i turn on sports center or i listen to fox sports it's just non-stop what everybody's going to be talking about so with the disappointment comes just overwhelming amounts of criticism when we're talking people here not robots yeah and how about him slamming his helmet up against the lockers uh, right after the game. You know, what makes this horrible is that we've seen receivers stretch out and and they lay out, and it's just off their fingertips. This hit his hands in stride. Yeah, but you know what, Danny, based on what you just said, though, we've seen remarkable catches. I mean, everyone always thinks of, like, Odell Beckham Jr. with the one-handed one. Just the other day, who was on the uh, Chargers? Who caught that ball, like, twisting around midair? Oh, uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen had like some defying gravity type of catch. So when we see these remarkable tiptoe sideline, one-handed grabs, you see something like last night, and your first thought is, oh, how do you miss that? And that is a game changer. You catch that. He's down at the two-yard line. You run the clock. You punch that ball in. You would say, game over, Chiefs win. Yeah, I feel like they all caught the yips last night at the end of the game, and it's not all on Mahomes, guys. It's it's the receivers here. But again, the question, based on what happened, I get it. They're grown-ups. They're paid well. But on the flip side, it's still a game. And you would think like these guys murdered somebody when you see the feedback. So are we too hard on them? Rich, I know your former mentor and boss, Kid Kelly, radio guru, had a crazy way of thinking well, about this. And yeah, then there's the reality check. Like we said, Tyreek Hill bringing some some truth and wisdom to it. Like, hey, guys, you, know what I wanna, you can't relate. Then what I want to bring up, too, sometimes sometimes stats are deceiving, right? Because it's like, well, that's, that's, you know, it doesn't really matter in the big picture. But I saw a stat last night that I'm seeing all over social media today, which is the Chiefs' second-half points for the whole season, 53. I don't know what it is. I don't know if Andy Reid, who's been known historically to be one of the best halftime adjustment guys of all time, right? Last well, in the league. Last, last in, the in the league. league. Like, how does that – how could Patrick Mahomes and that offense – they don't need to be top five. You could say stats are deceiving. Like, you know how sometimes a quarterback will have a lot of yards, and it's like, yeah, because he's always playing from behind. Remember back in the day, Matthew Stafford – Always had huge numbers. It was because Detroit was playing uh, from behind. Uh, I, I believe Sam Howell is like the the leader as we speak. Because you're playing from behind right. a lot. So some stats are deceiving. But you know what's not? Last place in second half points, and you're one of the top, arguably one of the top three to four teams in the league, and you can't score in the second half? What do you think, Dan Byer? It's crazy because if you remember when they lost to the Bengals in the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago, they were winning big in that game, and there was the second yep. half drought that that ended up biting them in the butt. Andy Reid is—I finally looked it up after a week of talking about this stat. Twenty-one and three entering last night off of a bye in games where they have more than a week to prepare. Thirty and six in his career, and wow. to come out with that sort of performance, and as you guys said, just out of the locker room. Shocking. It tells you that there's something wrong, bigger picture. I, I, I feel like MVS catches that pass if it was three years ago. But for some reason, it didn't happen last night. Yeah, and and you're right. He, he catches that ball, the narrative changes, and it's like, what a throw, what a catch. Chiefs find a way to win at home, and wow, they got oh, the Eagles dude, when again. You, when you got that magic, right, and you're a championship team, plays like that go your way. And so many times in Mahomes' career, we've seen it go that way. 
And maybe it's going the way of Jalen Hurts. You know, maybe it's going a different way now. Because, again, these are the passes they would have caught and they would have completed and it didn't happen. So you need a little bit of that magic to pull these games out. And it seems like maybe they're lacking a little bit of that and maybe just a little bit of gas if it's second they're, half of the game all but, the time that they're struggling so much. I mean, much. you'll back me up. So old Danny or Lorraine or Dan Bayer who's just saying it, historically – We've seen those memes where it's like, here's the score of games in the third or fourth quarter, and Mahomes still found a way to win. That reputation right. of like finishing strong and coming out in the second half, making adjustments, and you know they're losing. Game. They were losing the Super Bowl last year by ten at halftime, I believe, and they found a way to win. But this season so far, lowest scoring in the second half. I don't think that's all the result of they had a big lead, so they took the foot off the gas. That's just they're not making adjustments and they can't get it together. Want to give credit to where it's due. Travis Kelsey did drop a big pass, but then he caught a few important passes to sort of redeem himself. But it just added to the night of of Butterfingers, to be honest. So, again, six drop passes, two red zone INTs. Your thoughts on last night? I mean, it's fair as a fan to be critical, but are we too hard? Yeah. And what are your thoughts on that? Before we get to the bigger question, like you said, is are we too hard on these athletes, and I'm sure there's opinions all over the place. I have two observations. I know we don't do this on Tuesdays, but I had two things that made me go, hmm, last night. (laughs) Now, the first thing that made me go, hmm, was I don't know if eventually they're going to make some type of rule in the NFL about punching for the ball, but every play has become a street fight now. Like a guy gets a ball, five defenders just started throwing haymakers at him, hoping to knock the ball out. And I just wonder if eventually... Yo, I heard they're they're signing Deontay Wilder, bro, just for that reason. Danny, I'm not losing my mind, right? More than ever, guys are just punching at the ball, right? I I never see them practicing, though. Like you see in the games more than ever all the time, but I never see like punching football drills. Like I don't ever see that on the practice field, but it's a major part of the game that we just have you know, accepted. I don't want to sound like the old guy that's like, Man, people don't rap and tackle like they used to. I'm just saying a big part of playing defense now is not only rapping and tackle in the right way, it's, you yo, jab. who could have a good, who's got a good you left jab? Accurate puncher. Yeah, who, I mean, Ha, ta, ta. Like you see these guys going in there. Honestly, and, it should be a stat. It's like how many accurate uh, right hooks have they landed? Charles Tillman, Peanut Tillman, made his career on this move. Yeah. In fact, when he announced his retirement, he did a video of punching out the football. But I honestly think, and I'm not, I hope I'm not being biased, he was the individual. The Seahawks as a team would do this a lot as oh, well. Yeah. And now it's caught on it, like wildfire. It's caught on where every team now, you know, there's some type of wrap up. A guy's not tackled yet. And as he's being tackled, you see three other defenders come in there throwing haymakers like they're, uh, like you said, like they're uh, Andy Ruiz or uh, Tyson Fury. <laughs> ah, pa, 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 pa. So that's observation number one. One other thing that made me go, hmm, last night, Monday Night Football. By the way, I had the same observation, Rich, because, again, I was with Mixed Company. Because and, you know and some, I, some of the women are like, how is that allowed? And meanwhile, you're like, yeah, that's just how the game's evolved. Um, It became apparent to me when Kelsey fumbled the ball in the red zone because he's a big, strong guy. But you see, no matter who has the ball, arms are flying to try to jostle that ball loose. So the punching, out of control. I just wonder if eventually they'll make some type of rule where no. oh, you can't have a closed fist. I, they can't do that, though. It'll- eventually they uh, they sign Manny Pacquiao out of retirement. <laughs> just to just start, uh, you know, <laughs> just to, get in you there. Know, just to get in there in crucial situations. My other thought is a shout-out to Jason Kelsey. Not because he's, uh, you know, the Kelsey brother that's uh, voted sexiest man. Not because... Quick, yo, for a big galoot, man, he's, a qu- he's quick. Not because... He's so dominant at his position. Not because he's the most likable dude and the videos of him and his kids, what a dad. None of that. Shout out to to Jason Kelsey because every time they do that brotherly shove, the tush push, you realize that he is on the bottom of like a 10-man pile of 300-pound glutes. Every time. time. So when when he leads that push, he's the guy that goes low. So he goes low and you see... But you know what, Rich? He's the guy that can handle it, man. He's that guy. Bro, I, some people are claustrophobic. They don't even want to go in like an MRI machine. They don't even want to be like if you if you and Danny were horsing around and one of you guys was on top of me, I'd be like, oh, get the hell off me. Imagine 
I didn't want to be in a hot tub with you this past weekend. Yeah, like too many let dudes alone, in a hot tub. Let alone the bottom <laughs> of a pileup. Danny, you don't with, think uh, that, oh, guys you don't think there's something to be said about what it takes to be the guy ballsy enough to be on the Yo, bottom of a pile like that? That's the only phobia I have is claustrophobia. <laughs> I could not deal with that. And then the other thing is we've heard from current and former players about what happens underneath the, at the scrum, bottom yeah. of the pile. Pinching, biting, kicking. Uh, no, no thank you. The, yeah, so Jason Kelsey, he's a tough guy, man, tough, uh, and he, he's great. I'll give him more props than ever because when he leads that Philadelphia brotherly shove, he gets low. And last night, I saw them pulling guys off the pile, and I'm like, they pulled off eight guys, and at the bottom, there's Jason Kelsey, and I'm like, yo, what a badass <laughs> this dude is. So, I mean, one of the most un sexy, glorious positions, the center. But I, I, I challenge you to name you know, a handful of centers throughout football history because very rarely do they have the popularity and love that Jason Kelsey gets and you watch him you watch him play. Oh, you mean uh Taylor Swift's future brother in law? Dollar. Two dollars for Covina. <laughs> well, that adds to the popularity, dude. I know, of course, it really it does. does. But uh, you know, hey, whatever helps. He's he's worthy of it. He's a very likable and very talented player. For so sure. my two observations that were you know besides the drop passes and the game plans and everything going on in last night's game. My two like rando observations were Kelsey's at the bottom of every one of those, and the punching of the football is at an all-time high. I've never seen it like this. But the question you posed was, are we too hard on these athletes? I want to get back to that because I used yeah, to have like, a boss. Should it be automatic? If it hits the hands, yeah. is that automatic? Or do you understand that, hey, the bright, the lights are bright sometimes. I used to have Anything a, could happen. My old boss, who was one of my mentors, radio guy on the East Coast, Kid Kelly, he was not a sports fan at all and is not. He, that's not his thing. He's like a music guy. So anytime a, a highlight would play, he would always be like, how do they miss that? Aren't they paid a ton to, to do that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but no one's perfect. He used to, he would oh, say. Uh, uh, Kurt Hennig, uh, hello. He, he would say things like, how does every NBA player not have like a 95 percentage from the free throw line? He said, you're a professional basketball player. And you're being paid tens of millions of dollars. And I'm like, yeah, but no one's perfect. Do we expect too much from these guys? I think we ride on those sort of cliches that we were taught early on, you know, because we learned it when we were kids and they are paid so high and you factor all these things in there. We do have this feeling of you got to have that. It's the pay. You Kavino. got to have that. Kavino, when, when a guy, when a quarterback misses a wide open receiver, there's always going to be one dude at the bar that's like, yeah. He gets all, and he gets paid all that money for that. Everyone loves to bring up the money, and you know what? It's sort of a factor because if you're being paid a lot of money, whether you're a CEO, you're on the board of a company, if you're being paid, I don't know, name any company, a car company, a beverage company, if you're the boss that's being paid a ton of money, you're expected to produce big results. So how is it different in sports? Like if you're if you're wide receiver one or two for the Chiefs, you need to catch the game-winning touchdown. Valdez Scantling, he feels bad enough. I don't need to add to it, but he needs to make that catch. He knows that you know it, and whatever criticism he's getting, it comes along with making millions of dollars to be a wide receiver in the NFL. Let's go to PJ in Charlotte on line one. What's up, PJ? What's up, bud? The show. Uh, I just wanted to catch on two things. First of all, yeah, it's an entertainment business overall, but uh, like you said, these guys are getting paid millions and millions, and uh, we're, we're quick to criticize, but they're also human, and it is what it is. Second thing, as far as punching the ball out, it is taught at a pretty young level uh, as far as defense goes. Like, yeah, they teach you, hey, if one guy can't make the tackle and he's standing the guy up, hey, punch it out, get it out as quick as you can, rip it out, whatever you got to do. So Yeah, that but, you, you have noticed that too, yeah. PJ, right, that that's more and more – like you're seeing punching the ball like on a higher level than ever, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. All right, let's go to Bob in Tennessee. Hey, Bob, you're on the show. What's up? Bob. Hey, what's happening? Hey, fellas, you're trucking with Bob on I-65 southbound. Woo! Going Hell into yeah. Nashville. Nice. Okay, I got, a bo- I got a bone to pick with sports media, uh, present company completely excluded. Okay. Okay, The I'm, everybody talking about the MVP, CJ Stroud, so-and-so here, so-and-so there. In my uh, my my fandom uh, opinion, there's one player that has showed his worth to his team greater than anyone, 
I've seen in a very long time. Guys, I want y'all to pick this up and beat this drum. Why isn't Trent Williams' name mentioned for the MVP? That's my guy, Trent Williams. That's my guy. Hey, if it's not there, what happens? Tell me. What happens? I'll tell you what happens. That kid can't execute his position at QB, and that's one thing about Purdy that I will say. They're saying, well, he ain't this, he ain't this, he ain't the other thing. What I know is this. That kid, when he has time, his execution is excellent. He, I mean it, man. Yeah. I haven't seen anything like this. Well, it's nice we can give guys like Trent Williams and, and Jason Kelsey their flowers, you know, yeah. guys who don't get the glory maybe should be getting a little more of it this year because you're right, they're the difference makers in, in some of these primetime teams we're talking about. Well, phones are hot. We got a lot of people. Derek, Craig, Trent, everyone hang on. We're going to go to Dan Beyer for an update, and we'll take a few more calls on whether or not we're too tough on these athletes when they drop passes. What's up, Dan? Mike Tomlin was tough on Matt Canada today, firing the Steelers' offensive coordinator. Whoa. Leadership is lonely. I don't run from it. I run to it. Um, it was mine and mine alone. 76 to 57. They could have used some of those threes you hit at the carrier. I'd see. They need me. Thank you, Dan Byer. And by the <laughs> Thanks, way, Dan, guys. I think uh, after last night, do you think Valdez Scanling should be handing out turkeys and cranberry sauce in oh, Kansas City? Geez, if he can hold on to them. Dan, oh. That's good. I like that. Thank you, Dan Byer. Uh, let's go to your phone calls real quick. Trent in California, you're on with CNR. What's up, bud? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? We're good, man. What do you think? Do you think we are too hard on these players or what? 100%, man. These are just human beings, all right? I don't understand why. Look, unless you're the owner of a team and you have money invested in it, you have no right because what are you losing when they lose? What? What did you lose when he dropped that ball? Did you lose a bet? Well, that's your own fault for betting. Nobody can go out and bet. That's how, honestly, I mean. human beings. Look, dude, it's a natural reaction to say, you got to have that. Come on. That's where it should end. But it doesn't end there. That's my point. I'm not backpedaling. Let me make it clear. I don't think you should be taunting these guys and threatening them and calling them names on social media. But you're allowed to say, Needs to make that catch. That's what he gets paid for. It's like a field goal kicker. What happens when they miss a couple? They're gone, dude. Uh, Derek in Albany, what's up, man? Hey. Hey, you think Scott Norwood, it was fair, the criticism he got? You think Bill Buckner was fair, the criticism he got? Mm. I, you know, it's tough. To say that, it, it's just, hey, deal with it because they get paid. To me, that's that's just as, uh, as cop-out as any other answer. What's up, Derek? All right, let's go to Craig. Hey, guys. Oh, what's up, man? There you are. Hey. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh... I agree we got to kind of call the criticism for these guys, but as an example, MVS, I hear what Hill is saying. You got to catch that ball, or it's hard to catch that ball under the lights. So practice under the lights. You're a professional. You know, practice which you're going to play the game that week and, you know, do what you're supposed to do. And if not, then let's get somebody else in there who can try to catch that ball. And, And if you don't think, listen, if you don't think he feels worse than everyone, then you're out of your mind. Of course he does. Craig, super quick. Uh, we got a break, but uh, Bakersfield, you're on. Go ahead. Okay, really quickly. I guess my point is most of us mere mortals need only be satisfactory in our jobs in order to maintain them. But a professional athlete has to be better than satisfactory or they're replaced. No character attacks. My gosh. That's wrong. That's immoral. Agreed. Yeah. There you go. I agree. Thanks we, for the call, man. The expectation is high. In Florida. What's up? Art, you're on. You know, think we're focusing on the wrong things if it's a routine play we should hold them accountable like a fourth and 25 when you go 27 yards the ball goes right through the center of your hands to extend the game that, that guy got a, away with it was that was that bell who was that who dropped that last pass that was a routine catch that didn't get counted whereas he's going for for the touchdown he's falling in the end zone and all. it's kind of like we if you if you blow a call at third base you blow a play at third base on a routine ground ball we get after you but if you miss a dive we don't get at you it's the same thing with football it was a much bigger drop the fourth and 25 than the touchdown in my opinion great show guys thanks yeah thank, thank you, you art yeah, I'll be honest he's right because if you know you lay out for a pass the criticism isn't going to be there as far as a wide open, you know. No, but that hit Val- Valdez Scantling's hands. It was a tricky play, though. I agree because he came down. I'm not saying it was easy, but it hit him in stride. I mean, it did look like he should have had it. I'm not. 
Look, I'm not one to deny that I thought the same thing. If he makes that play, was, and la- if he makes that play and lays out, ask yourself this: Would we all have said what an amazing catch? We probably would have said what a great. I catch. I don't think he needed to lay out though. That's the thing. I understand the caller's point, but this is this wasn't one of those plays where he needed to dive for the ball. Okay, uh, Robert in Michigan, you're on with Kavino and Rich. What's up, Rob? Hey guys, uh, I got to use my nerd voice for just a minute because I've done the numbers, and what I see is that. <laughs> Valdez Scantling makes $1,141 an hour throughout the whole year to do nothing. Me, I probably I make about $20 an hour, and I'm driving a bus all day. My baby can catch a ball. <laughs> I mean. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T, 
N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. Guess how many times Valdez Scantling tapped his hand on the ground while he lay there after missing the game-winning potential play? I thought the answer was three. No, I thought it was three. I just saw the highlight. Yeah. He stayed down there for a second. Seven. Yeah. Danny G, seven. Yeah. Holy oh, crap. Oh, oh, oh. Yo, because I watched it. I guess I, and as I watched it, it wasn't automatic, but he should have made the play. He should have made the play, but it would have been a really nice catch. But he stayed down there in dis in uh, dismay, dismay, disarray, in uh, anger, dis- disrepair. Yeah, and spot he did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Disbelief. And then he got up, and I was like, man, that's seven taps. Where each tap, he's like, I messed up, I messed up. People hate me. Uh, uh, <laughs> so and Terry. So seven taps yeah. from. He was counting the points. He was counting each point he left on the table. Yeah. Oh, Oh, good one, Danny. So a bit of a heartbreaker for the Chiefs last night. uh, Slippery fingers last night. And, of course, the Eagles won. I have a question about Jalen Hurts in a few minutes. But, dude, I'm in Idaho, right? Again, Fox Sports Boise 99.9 out here. I'm a big star out here. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, the so, Rich and Covino show. I love how they labeled it backwards. Yeah. They just must think I'm cooler than you. I guess, right? So anyway, I walk into this local haunt here uh, to watch the game last night, and they're like, I think that's Covino from, from Rich and Covino show, right? And wow. I'm, I'm joking. Nobody noticed me, but we are big. Oh, no, it. we knew. We didn't even have to correct you. We, <laughs> we, knew, we know that no one noticed you in Boise, Idaho. You know, and I but then again, with, uh, then again, there's not many, many Latinos in Boise, is there? Right. No, I think I was standing <laughs> out. I thought it was my cool hairdo, but maybe yeah. it's other reasons. I don't know. So I'm there, and I didn't want to drink because you and I indulged maybe a little too much when we were in Denver for the Broncos well, game. I'll, I'll back Camino up, Danny. We just came from a guy's weekend where everyone was drinking and smoking and eating steaks and see it was a weekend of partying and eating and thanksgiving two days away so you're probably thinking these days are not where i want to be eating or drinking exactly right so my girlfriend's sister's husband colton right really nice canadian guy out here in idaho colton. super swell fellas like He's a you want to go and uh grab a brewski hey right <laughs> well go get some brewski <laughs> let's play some pizza. Wait, before you tell the story let's play a game who do we think your girlfriend's parents like more, Colton or you? I'm going to say Colton. I probably say <laughs> Colton. Yeah, I mean, you mean the handsome lawyer? Guy. I yeah. go for Colton. The handsome lawyer or the uh, or the uh, or the radio host that acts like a man boy. Well, you know, I'm glad you said that because how could I turn him down? He's so damn likable. He's like Brewski's Pizza. Let's go watch the game. Let's get so a bat or a Molson, eh? So <laughs> he orders a Guinness and. Man, it looks so tasty, Rich. But again, I didn't want to drink. You got big party night tomorrow and Thanksgiving, and we just stuffed our faces all weekend. I get it. I get it. But I'm like, you know what? I can't. I can't back down. It's Monday night football. I asked the bartender out here for a black and tan, and you would have thought that I arrived from another generation or universe or planet or part of the world from a different time because he looked at me like 10 feet tall with big eyes. Yeah. He's like, what, what type of alien are you? Like a 10 foot what person. What is that? Dude, he had no idea what it was. I'm like, this is a bar, right? I'm like, I was so confused, dude. I felt Hold like on. one second. Generational Lorena. Do you know what a black and tan is? Um, I, I hate to say this because I have bartending experience as well, but I am pulling a blank. I have no idea what you're talking wow. about. Wow. But that's good, though, because what you're doing is you're backing up Kavino's point unintentionally. Right. Do, do younger people, much like a lot of things, style, colognes and perfumes could go out of style and cycle in and out, right? We were, we were thinking about drinks that will date you because a black and tan is what is really what half Guinness, half harp, or what else could you? No, use? no, no. It's uh, it's half Guinness, half bass ale. Bass ale and, and harp then is a used half once and on. half, a half. So he had no idea I was talking about. I'm like, yeah, Guinness and and bass, and he looked like still dumbfounded, right? So I'm like, all right, well, do you have harp? Because a Guinness and harp is a half and half. He had no idea I was talking about. So I was like, do you have a cider? He's like, yeah, we got a, we got cider. I was like, so in other words, I wanted a snake bite, which is. Half Guinness, half cider. 
But instead, he just gave me a cider because he had no idea what I was talking about when I was talking about mixing the beers and the Guinness and the black and tan. And I, I just drank the cider, but I was sort of bewildered because I felt like I felt like Michael J. Fox when he when he ordered a tab and nobody knew what he meant. And Back to the Future. I'm like, am I dating uh, myself? You want from a tab? You got to order something. All right, I'm yeah. a Pepsi free. <laughs> if you want a Pepsi, was, you're gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> so is it? Re- I'm asking you because I'm here in Idaho. Is it regional? Is it generational? Or is it one of those drinks that just sort of faded? Like, in other words, did I order like a a, a rusty nail or a or a? Or a I'll, I'll give you one. My mom. If my mom who did I order a white Russian or something uh, and not like realize a, it? A gin fizz. Like, yeah, like my mom. Yeah. If my mom a were to go it? out. If my mom were to go out to have a drink, which my mom. You know, not a drinker really, but she'll say things like, "Oh, you and Richie, you know what I may have? A Bay Breeze." And I'm like, "Can you can you be more '80s by ordering a Bay Breeze? Yeah. Like, what do you Did want a screwdriver? Bartles, get a Bartles and James with that." So I really don't know because I was perplexed as to how he didn't know what I was talking about. And then I looked at Colton. He was like, I, "Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about," but. No one else seemed to know what I was talking about, and I was like, "Well, maybe because I'm from Jersey, and yeah. or maybe it's just a dated yeah. thing. It's no. like ordering a, a a Jaeger bomb or something." It's not always age, you know. It is about you know geographical where you're at. So like down here, micheladas. Everyone knows what a michelada is. True. You yeah. go to Oregon. Oh, yeah. No one knew what a michelada was. I had no idea until I moved here what that was. See? Yeah. Facts. You know, it goes for food too. If you're in New York and you order a slice of pizza, like at a you know a regular pizzeria, yeah, I have a slice of regular. I've ordered regular. Like, what, what do you mean regular? You mean cheese pizza? I'm a, yeah, the regular. But, Dude, I thought a black and tan was pretty standard, but who knows? But then again, know? there are, Lorena, there's regional stuff, and then there's also, <laughs> I guess you would say, generational drinks. Like, I'm thinking back to college. If, if you were to go to a bar, you said you've bartended. Mm-hmm. Is like a kamikaze shot reek of the 2000s? Like. Oh. Gosh. Right, that's right, 2000s, right? SoCal Lime, yeah. SoCal Lime. I think we care about our health too much to do those anymore. Danny, when you were working the clubs and stuff, doing DJ, the drinks that were f- uh, flying then were not the, uh, not the same drinks now. Oh, mind no. Er- mind no. erasers, Danny? Uh, Incredible Hulks. What's that? It was a big drink. Mind um, erasers. What? Even the lingo in bars is regional because I was with a record company. Um, it, it was like a run DMC night for uh, Russell Simmons' birthday. Yeah. And the record company guy told me, man, open bar. I'm going to get cocked tonight. And I was like, excuse me? Oh, pardon me? <laughs> what? Sorry, yeah, what? it means we get messed up. Right. Yeah. I'm going to get, that's what people on the East Coast say. Like cocked and loaded. Yeah. Like I'm going to get messed up tonight. Nobody yeah. says that on yeah. the West Coast. So it's, it's lingo. It can be generational. Yeah. It can be regional. But if you're ordering I was a drink. Ready, no, I, I thought, here's what I thought. I was ready to hand the guy like a Werther's original and like uh, some blackjack gum. Because I felt like he <laughs> thought I must have been 65 years old from another time. And I ordered some old guy stuff that he never heard of. He was a, a younger guy. Uh, so he looked at me like, no one's ever ordered that. I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, dude, what planet am I on? I felt like I was in the Twilight Zone. So anyway, Potato that was my planet. story. What was the hard cider good at least? Yeah, it was all right. But I wanted that with the Guinness. Now, just so. a reminder, regional differences. I mean, you grew up on the East Coast in Jersey, Cavino. No one was serving grits with breakfast. They were serving Taylor ham and different types of meats even. So, you know, it could be food. It could be drinks. It could be regional or it could be generational. I'm thinking back to my college years. So we're talking early 2000s. Every single girl at the bar, drinking underage or not, freshman year, sophomore year, every girl ordered an amaretto sour. And I can promise you, college girls today are probably not drinking amaretto sours. It's all Aperol spritzes now. See? There you go. See? So it's just, it's very, you know, when we, if you... Negroni. If you're 30, 40, 50, whatever you are, I guarantee you, you didn't go to college and your 20s were not filled with seltzers and canned drinks. That's a new thing. Remember when White Claw first came out? <laughs> it was it was like not manly to have one. I was like, what are you going to drink, a White Claw, you big wuss? And now I feel like all guys have finally accepted they drink seltzers. They might have high nudes instead. They might have Trulies or, you know, Topo every- Chico's. Yeah, Topo Chico's are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, the dark and tan threw them off, man. Well, hey, just maybe keep he him saw on. me and I was dark and tan, and he was just perplexed by my yeah. handsome Latino looks. He was like, "No thanks." You're like, "No, not me." I'm talking about. <laughs> Speaking you of your Latino ness, uh, yeah. Covino, have you seen any street taco carts out there in Idaho? No, not, not a at single all. one. Huh? See? 
business ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe I'll hit it big out here. Maybe that's uh, a th- we don't. You never know. Is there a thirst for it or, would it, or would it fall apart? Like I, th- I always think about how in here in LA there's so much great food, but there's no place where you could get like a slice of pizza, like a slice. It's very rare. Like in New York, every block has a slice of pizza. Now, you're right about the taco stands. No taco stands in New York. The like the the stands with like the gyros, the gyros, like. That's, say, you got to say that right. Yeah, that's like you a know, street, street, street meat. The street meat. New York City street meat. They don't have that out halal here. Halal carts. Is the, that what they call it? The halal carts. Street, street meat. Halal, yeah, yeah street that. meat. Yeah. Oh, Dirty water so dogs good. and street meat. But mm. that was my experience last night. Again, watching the game, Monday Night Football, the Eagles win. And was it the motivation? And we'll take your feedback on the drinks too, guys. At Covino and Rich on social media. 877-99 on Fox. <laughs> I'm, just thinking, I'm, just thinking, I'm just thinking back to the 2000s. Yeah. If you were ever rolling some type of VIP, even the the expensive alcohol changes, I remember at the time, early 2000s, mid-2000s, when I was like on the pop station in New York, if I would do a club night, like broadcasting live from Webster Hall in New York City... The the VIP thing was like a bottle of Cristal. Oh, Spot, yeah. you remember they would be like, Cristal. hey, and we will give you a bottle of Cristal. Because what, Puffy rapped about it for a minute? Yeah, so, I mean, drinks are trendy so just fancy. like anything else. Yeah, absolutely. So during the game, you know, I was noticing Jalen Hurts. I know you find him unlikable, Rich, because you're a 49ers guy. No, I don't find him unlikable. I find Nick Sirianni unlikable. Okay. And I think what you need, though, is, and this is great, because Danny will say this about the Chiefs. You'll say it about the Red Sox, Cavino. You need a team to hate, too. You can't just love your team, and it sometimes it rotates. As a Niners fan, I'm sort of over hating on Dan Byers' Seahawks. They don't bother me anymore. But they did. The Legion of Boom and Russell Wilson, oh, I, I hated that team. I hated the Cowboys in the 90s as a Niners fan. The Eagles are my new enemy. I, I, I don't like them. And you need that. You need the team you don't like. Well, I want to know how you feel about this story. I, I think like something was captured. It was like a team meeting or... Uh, players watching some tape. Somehow, Jalen Hurts' phone was captured. And you could see in his lock screen, the lock screen of his phone, was a picture of him with, with a bunch of confetti. cheeks. Oh, no. no, 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 no. Women were not involved. Okay. <laughs> um, it was a picture of him from when he lost the Super Bowl, and that confetti is just pouring all over him, and he looks somber and sad because he just lost. And he now uses that as motivation moving forward and some of that motivation you saw last night in the rematch of the Super Bowl so it made me think about motivational reminders and is there ever such a thing as bad motivation like if you got out of a breakup but that breakup motivates you to get in shape and to be better and you know success is the best revenge is that necessarily bad because of what motivated you, or is it still motivation regardless? Because, you know, he's taking that loss, turning dilemmas into dilemmonade, and using that as something to motivate him. I, I believe no matter what it is, if it motivates you, it's a good thing. If it has a positive outcome, yeah, you could you could argue that. But a lot of people, I bet you a therapist would probably tell you, like, you shouldn't be hanging on to those negative things. Ah, what but, if, but if they do motivate you, though, listen, how many times do you see a team lose the World Series and the guys on the losing team are up on the top of the dugout just sort of taking it all in. And a lot of times those guys will say, I want to remember this moment because I want to be on the other end of it next time. And that's sort of what Jalen Hurts was doing by reminding himself every time he opened up his phone that we lost the Super Bowl and I'm not going to let that happen. Next time confetti's pouring on me is when we win the Super Bowl. So he used that motivation last night. And uh, Rich, I know something... That you do? Don't you have a spite mug? Oh, I do. I, you know what? Good remind. Good, good one. So, in between COVID and all our job changes at SiriusXM and coming over here to Fox and ESPN, all the different motive, all the things that were changing in our life, we used to be. Kavino and I <laughs> sound so gross to say. Our agent. Kavino and I, in our in our industry, you have an agent. That's that's standard. We're not special. Every broadcaster has an agent. And we were represented by an agency who said... Big shots. Yeah, they thought they a couple big shots. They said, Kavino and Rich, I'm sorry. Now this, mind you, Danny G, this is after years of them being like, let us represent you. We want to represent you. We want Kavino and Rich. We love you guys. The well, they minute, loved us when we were, you know... Giving them commissions. The, the hot guys. Yeah, the hot... The hot show with 
the hot national guys? radio audience. <laughs> and yeah, hot meaning career wise. And we had a TV show. And the minute there was a little bump in the road, would you believe they went from kissing our butts to like, you know, I just don't think there's much of a market for Kavino and Rich. And I was like, you don't think there's a market for Kavino and Rich? You, you like practically begged to represent us. Blasphemy. And I was like, I, I see what's going on here. You stop getting your commissions and you don't want to help us find our next gig? You'll beat it. But I have my, my Tumblr they gave me. And every morning, I drink out of my CAA tumbler to remind them, and remind myself, not remind them, remind myself, like, these people told me I was done. So it's sort of like an F you to them. This and it's sort of like it's sort of like when Rocky Balboa had the picture of Drago on his mirror after Drago yeah. killed Apollo. That's the reminder here. Whatever motivates you, I'll tell you what. The like, Lakers had the Lakers had printed out two and eleven yeah. on the wall or all year, right? Covino. Ted Lasso, we believe, on the wall. Eagles related. Mark Wahlberg in the movie Invincible had that handwritten note from his wife saying, you're a loser, you're never going to make it. She broke up with him and left a note saying, you're never going to be anything. And he kept that in his locker. It's like, when, Ro- it's like when Robbie Hart, remember his ex said, you're just a wedding singer. Uh, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> like in, uh, in Major League where they had the cardboard cutout of the owner. And every time they won, they got to pull off a piece. Yeah, it's true. You need motivation. now. To, so I guess, Kavino, at the end of the day, you are right. It's not negative unless unless you... It's turning the negative into positive, dude. You don't think that every time some girl told me I was weak sauce and I'll never be anything and whoever she... And uh, Johnny Ripplepex is her new man and I'm a nobody from Nowhereville. You don't think I took that and said, you know what? Not only will I show you, I'll show me too. And use that as motivation? Absolutely I did. You don't think when certain jobs let me go because there was another hot shot in town, you don't think I used that as fuel to my fire to not only, again, show myself but show them that they made a mistake? And I don't see that as a negative thing at all. I see that as turning the negative to positive and to your advantage. And I see that working for Jalen Hurts with the lock screen. Dude, the greatest quarterback of all time, the GOAT. Tom Brady, who's in the news. Maybe we'll get to that later in today's show. Tom Brady admitted that he played his whole career with a chip on his shoulder because from his Michigan days and getting drafted later to every step of the way, he's always been doubted. And Tom Brady played his whole career sort of with that chip on his shoulder. So you could say, well, of course, a fighter, an athlete, a regular, you know, regular dude could use these things to motivate them. Yeah, and you, you know you're right. During a, during a breakup, if if your motivation is hey Rich, yeah, why is it after me. a breakup you've always gotten in better shape and your career advanced? Coincidence? Because ah, you're sort of wanting to tell that person, look what you're missing out on, and you could say that that's probably mentally unhealthy. But I I, I don't you. I don't think it is. If it if it Danny, if you're bettering yourself, you do it for yourself. You don't do it for someone else. Yeah, but it's if you, both. It's both. But if you're nah. But if the result is you're better, like Danny, if a girl left you and you got in good shape and a better job. And it's, and your mindset was like, I'll oh, show her, even though that's probably of the s- wrong reason. Isn't it still it? the isn't the, the result still the same? Like you became better. Yeah, and, and I mean, what do they always say when you're in between relationships? You're supposed to get healthy for yourself yeah. first. Um, but mo- what do most people do though? They they do want to show the other person that they made a mistake. Lorena, most people let mm. themselves go while they are in a relationship. So this actual backtracking of making yourself better is actually just trying to get you someone again because you've let yourself yeah, go. I don't undoing. think it's necessarily because you want to better yourself. You're trying to get more tail. Oh, oh. I mean, yeah, it's all okay. those things, and they're all great motivators. New tail, telling tail? the old no, tail to we're beat deeper it. Deeper than that on this show, Lorraine. We're deeper. Yeah. Deeper. deeper. I'm looking so for. Deeper. I was. I look for connection, Lorraine. Yes. I'm looking for a deep emotional <laughs> bond. All about well, personalities on hey, this show. Just, just think about that, and it, it's it's something to hey. maybe apply to your own life if you're going through a rough time at work or a relationship. Jalen Hurts has Whatever. him has yeah. him with red and yellow confetti in the background, and it keeps the fire lit. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. 
That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for Showtime Mahomes Trivia. Let's go! Mike Tyson was a maniac. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Put an ear to this if you're a boxing brainiac. Sorry to interrupt. Mike, no disrespect. Patrick Mahomes here. It's Showtime Mahomes Trivia. It's a Tyson Tuesday takeover. This is, like, disrespectful. No one even told me about this. I'm really sorry, Mike. You get the week off, Mike. Let's go. All right. CNR on FSR. It is a Tuesday that feels kind of like a Thursday or a Friday. And uh, we are going to go live right now to a mansion just outside of Kansas City. Uh, this thing on? Yeah, he was playing late last night, obviously, on Monday Night Football. Our broke Patrick Mahomes, welcome into the show. Hey, guys. Uh, you know, I'm from the, uh, I call my mansion the Mahanchin. Patrick Mahomes. Mahanchin. Uh, Mahanchin. The Mahomes Mahanchin, yeah. yeah. A lot of guys uh, don't know that, but now you do. Oh, we wow. could kind of hear it in your voice. A tough yeah. loss last night. Oh, man, uh, yeah. Butterfingers last nah. night. Oh, man. When you Kelsey. got to the locker room, did you slap the Valdez Scantling? Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Now, see, now you're getting me all fired up. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes here. It's going on Fox Sports Radio. But, yeah, man, Scantling, Kelsey, making me look bad. Wasn't all on me. All right, let's meet the contestants. 20-time winner, Rich Davis. Yo, what up? Times. Yeah. Oh, Rich. Man. And then uh, going to catch up to him, maybe 11-time winner, Dan Beyer. DB. Not a chance. Six-time champion, Spotty Boy. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> I'll get there someday, Danny. And looking to win a CNR Nerf football in our studio lines. Let's go to Oregon. Tosh is on the line. Yo, what's up, Tosh? Hey, hey, What's I might up? be from Oregon, but I'm a Patriots fan. Ooh. Ooh. Well, Thanks. Well, I, I wouldn't brag about that. Well, that's, it's interesting, right? Because this week, the Patriots are playing the Giants, yeah. and it's like the battle of the garbage. But, like, for the last 20 years, those two teams were always, you know, winning Super Bowl. So, you know what? Time's change in the NFL. What's up, Tosh? You ready? Tosh, what do you do for I'm a living? Ready. What do you do for a living there in Oregon? I do the work. I'm a social worker. Cool. All right, here are the rules for Showtime Mahomes NFL Trivia. The first contestant with two correct answers is the champ. If there's a tie, then we have a tie-breaking question. Your name is your buzzer, but you do have to wait until all three possible answers are read. If there's two wrong answers in a row, we move on to the next question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get it uh, on. Where's that bell? Let's all get right, it guys, on. I'm here. I'm here in uh, my Mahanshin, the Mahomes. Stop it. Mahanshin. And uh, catch look, I hate, I hate interceptions, guys. But who holds the record for the most interceptions in a Super Bowl? Is it A, Rod Martin, B, Rod Woodson, or C, Charles Woodson? Rich. Rich. I'm going to go Charles Woodson. No. Ah. Oh. 
Is that the right buzzer? Yeah. Oh, good. Dan's yeah. trying to Dan's. get in. <laughs> oh, Dan. Oh, there Anybody? I am. There's hey, his Dan. mic. There's his mic. I'm going to go Rod Martin. Yeah. Oh, wow. Rod Martin holds the record Fire. with three interceptions in Super Bowl 15. Oakland beat Philly 27 to 10. Way to go, DB. All right. We move round on. two. We move on to round two. Mahomes here in the Mahansion. Stop it. Which team allowed the most rushing yards ever by defense? Is it A, the 86 Tampa Bay Bucks? B, the 2008 Detroit Lions? Or C, the 1978 Buffalo Bills? Tosh. Tosh. Uh, the 19, uh, what'd you say, 88 Buffalo Bills? 78 Bills. 78 Bills. Yes, correct. Nice. Nice, Tosh, on the board. Damn, I would have guessed the Bucks. I remember those Bucks fans were so humiliated back in the 80s. They were bad. The uh, 78 Bills allowed 3,228 rushing yards. Great job. Not by them. All right, third down. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on, hold on one second. That means... Over how many yards for that season? Three over three thousand. Three thousand two hundred and twenty-eight. Divided by back then sixteen, 16 games. games back they then. were giving up two hundred yards a game rushing. <laughs> Ouch. That's embarrassing. All right. Wow. Buyer and Tosh both on the board as we move to round three. All right, I'm here, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and I've also been on the cover of Madden, as you guys know. Yes. But how many Madden games have been created, Ooh. including mobile games? Oh. Is it A forty one? B, 34, or C, 26? Rich. Rich. B. No. 30. Oh. No, not Spot. Spot for the steal. A, 40-something. Yeah, something. 41. Oh, that, that was the right guess. Son of a... Spot because on the board. The, the, the game was in the 90s, so if they made a new one every year, it's at least 30-something. at Damn least, it. yeah. And then all the mobile ones. Yep. Buyer, yeah. Tosh, and Spot. I feel like Rich felt really confident about that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Scanling. Like Scanling yes. should have caught that. I feel like Rich should have got that one. <laughs> right. He's going to pound oh, the desk in there man. seven times. Seven to- uh. All right. Round four. Here we all go. Right. We got a, We got a battle. Who was the first NFL quarterback to throw over 40 touchdowns in a single season? Is it A, Brett Favre, B, Dan Marino, or C, Dan Fouts? Rich. The tie, everyone yeah, else. Yeah, Rich for the tie. I, I'm going to say Dan Marino. Yes. All right. Nice. Dan Marino was, was doing things Handsome no one else Dan. did. All right. Wow, that's like when no. Kelsey dropped the pass last night, but then redeemed himself <laughs> with the first down. Yes. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Yeah. Good we job. Have, we have a four-way tie. Wow. As we go to round five. Let's go. Round five. Who currently leads the NFL in passing yards through 11 weeks? Oh. Is it A, C.J. Stroud, B, Jared Goff, or C, Sam Howell? Dan. Oh. Ooh, that was so I close. Think Spot got it, actually. Uh, I was going to say Stroud. No. Oh, okay. DP. Well, buyer for the steal and the I'm win. I'm going to go Howell. You are walking off a winner. Nice, DP. DP, the uh, Cavino, who always dips out during the trivia because he gets nervous about it. Um, I believe Cavino earlier in the show dropped that little nugget. So if you were paying attention, uh, I felt like it was cheating yeah. if I would have answered because I heard yeah. Steve say it. Because I know Al has, you. Uh, Sportsman, the sportsmanship award goes to Rich Davis. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. Has, Patrick, how does he have more yardage than you? Uh, because my receivers are, are not receiving, I guess. I don't know. Uh, 3,038 yards so far. But like Rich said earlier, playing from behind. So he's throwing a little more, but Rich is good at that. Congratulations, Dan Byer. DB, uh, congrats, buddy. All right, all right. and Byer, are you going to ship your CNR Nerf football to Oregon for Tosh? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks. There you go. Happy Thanks Thanksgiving, you. Tosh. Thanks, Thanks man. I want to. I want to wish you all happy appreciate Thanksgiving it. and uh, congratulations, Tosh and DB. And uh, you know, if you guys ever want to stop by, you're always welcome to the Mahomes Mahansion anytime. <laughs> so I'll throw the invite out there. You always have Go a place on. at my table, guys. All right, but happy Thanksgiving, guys. All right, guys, later, guys. See ya. Right. Max Get Crosby, we'll see you this weekend. Later, I wanted guys. to know how he was spending his Thanksgiving. Bye, Patrick. Yeah, bye, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Well, um, something we are going to get to coming up, but I want you to start thinking about this. Mahansion. <laughs> Wait, hey, Kavino, what's going on, bud? Welcome hey, what was he saying about the Mahomes Mahansion? Yeah, what is a, that? God, man, what a jokester he is, know, huh? That it, was, guy. It, was, <laughs> it was funny the first time man. he said it. Yeah. Hey, he really he doesn't stop with that. No, he doesn't. He doesn't, man. But, um, uh, sounds like a good time. We're yeah. going to talk about Tom, guys Tom Brady coming up. Tom Brady criticizing the NFL, and I got I to gotta decide whether or not this is like 
old guy talking or does he got a point? But before we get to that, real quick, we're on limited time. Again, we can't always fit this stuff in. But I heard Gottlieb talk about this, and Dan, you were talking about it with him. The fact that Coach Prime thought that Mount Rushmore was in Los Angeles. I, I, we can't get through the show without at least. Is at least true? Wait, it's not? No, he did. it's true that he thought that. It's oh. true. <laughs> that's, that's a little embarrassing, no? I mean, come on, dude. I, I think that geography isn't a sign of intelligence, and I love maps. I think you do too, don't you? Or, or, I do. I enjoy, yeah. I enjoy a good I map. I, I, <laughs> you didn't know he was a cartographer on the side? <laughs> I've bought atlases many a times just to look at it. Google Maps is, I think that geography is just a weird, you know. Category? Yeah. Yeah, you still have a, a Thomas guide in your car? No, but no. Dan, I, I, I also <laughs> want you I, have to know geography yeah. to know where certain it's landmarks a landmark. Are. It's it's a landmark. So but Dan, I like, agree if you with were Dan, to say but... a certain mountain range, I don't know if you would yeah, nail but, the yeah. state of it. But you know where it's not. Like I know it's not in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe he's confused with the Hollywood sign. What do we know? But yeah, Coach Prime said that. Just so we all know, I wanted to throw it out there. DB, I know you got a quick update. What's going on, friend? I got a long update. This is going to go about seven minutes, guys. Oh, well, perfect, uh, great. On, and since Cavino <laughs> left me out on the Monty show tomorrow, <laughs> I am so happy to be on the Rich and Davis show right now. Uh, oh, yes, I love Rich and yeah. Davis. That yeah. is some That's good me. stuff. Where, yeah. where is this, Boise? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, by the way, we talked last week about the ratings for the Monday night game. Yeah. ESPN is saying that they averaged over 20 or had 29 million viewers wow. over all platforms last night, okay. saying that it's the highest rated Monday night game since 1996 in a game wow. against the Packers right. and Cowboys. Look at that. Geniuses. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.